What does Resource Center really need? We're an insurance and financial services company in South Springfield, and 20 years is our anniversary next year. The company has evolved into what it is today, which was a vision of having a one-stop shop. You hire the best of the best. Yes, we do. Everybody here to me is family. Our guiding principles are... Mind. Speak honestly. Make it simple. Act fairly. Put people over profits. Simple, simple solutions. Hey, good morning, everybody out there in Wildcat Nation. Welcome to K-Raj February 2021. This wow. is Dollars and Cents with Bruce Porter here in the Resource Center studio in beautiful Jamestown Plaza here in Rogersville. How are you doing? How was your January? Wait, wait a minute. January's over. January's over, brother. Holy <laughs> mackerel. I knew I should have worked a little bit harder in January to yeah. get a jump start of the year. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's New Year's resolutions are over. That's right. We're, we're done with the gym and all of that stuff. So yeah, I lost 10 pounds in January. Yeah. It's probably going to take me, you know, February and March to get it all back. To get it all back. Yeah, of course. So, so and how you been? I've been, you know, we've been doing pretty good. It's, it's been fun. I hate this mud, so I like it frozen better because when it's muddy, we can't get out to the range. Yeah, that's true. It's too far back over there. Yep. But uh, so, you know, the big question I had for you, and I, I, I texted you this morning and asked if we could talk about it, was um, this GameStop manipulation that's been going on. <laughs> um, you know, some people are just now hearing about it. Some of us heard about it a little bit last week. It's been going on. But here's my understanding is there's a Reddit feed, uh, and it's I think it's investing tips. I can't nah, that's not right. But uh, I followed it because I wanted to keep track of what was going on. But they basically um, read it, by the way, it's kind of like a news feed. Um, or the old school, if you remember logging on and, and looking at bulletin boards, electronic bulletin boards, it's kind of like that. There's a discussion feed. But this, um, this one subreddit, they basically identified uh, a hedge fund. I think it's the Melvin hedge fund that had a very large exposed short stock position right. in uh, GameStop, which is a video game realtor. Now, tell... So they're going to... They're betting that it's going to go down Yeah, for people that don't understand what a short position is, Bruce, can you, can you tell them what that means? People always buy... You know, you buy stocks, bonds, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're wanting it to go up in value. Right. What if you think a company is going to go down in value? So now you can buy a short position... And you can bet on the decrease or the fall of the company. And depending on how great the fall, depending on the value of that short. And so basically you're selling stock that you don't own. Mm -hmm. And so you're borrowing those shares from your broker or Archer. the market. Right. And then at some point you've got to buy those back. That's right. And you want to buy them back at less. Right than what you did going in. And so if a stock is worth $100, I sell it for $100. I get $100, but I've basically borrowed that money from the market and I've got to pay it back. If I can buy that stock back at $10, I made 90 bucks. That's right. But, so now you're shorting your position, hoping it's going to go down. What if it goes up? Right, and that brings us to GameStop. Now, the, the, the thing I think that sometimes people don't understand about short positions is if I buy a $10 stock, I'm, my exposure is $10. Because it can go to zero. That's right. But I can't lose more than ten. That's right. If I short a ten dollars stock, and it goes to a thousand, I just lost nine hundred and ninety dollars. Right. So your exposure essentially on a shorting a stock is unlimited. 
Yeah, effectively. It's the margin. Okay, so we've got uh, a a hedge. What's a hedge fund, by the way? I'm not. Well, hedge fund. uh, So I'm a uh, a broker, and I've got all my little sub brokers under me, and, and, uh, and they all work for me. And I go out, and I gather in assets, billions of dollars, and I go invest those assets in different things. I determine... Uh, where I'm going to invest it, uh, you know, if it's going to be in real estate, if it's going to be in energy, if it's going to be in oil, if it's going to be yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So now, based on my performance, builds my reputation as a hedge fund manager. So now this hedge fund, and, and, and again, a hedge fund is going to have a, uh, a definition of its investment parameters and things like that. So... Here's our objective. Well, every hedge fund's objective is growth, right? Okay. The better the growth, the more popular the hedge fund, the more money that flows into the hedge fund. So with these billions of dollars under management, I can make a lot of money as a hedge fund manager managing this. And you think about the liability with very little liability besides my reputation and then losing uh, money. So if you lose money, not a lot of people are going to invest with you. So if you're making money, if you're consistent, people are going to you're going to be a popular hedge fund. People are going to be putting money in, and you know that's the bottom line. So I'll have short positions, I'll have longs, I'll have um, you know all these different things going on within this hedge fund to try to drive drive growth. So this Melvin hedge fund had a huge short position in GameStop and these Redditors um, found out about it and uh, decided to um, mess with them basically. And so so they all got together and they started buying GameStop. Now the theory is uh, taking a short position traditionally in GameStop seems like a good bet. It's a brick and mortar store that sells video games when realistically everybody downloads them now. Yeah. And so you can understand why that would be a reasonable short position, but that stock went from, I don't know, it was like 10 bucks or something. It's uh, up to over $300. Yeah, up. Up. Well, yeah, we should have bought it. It's over a thousand percent growth in about a week. What that did though, is that made the uh, hedge fund have to cover their positions mm-hmm. and they didn't they have can. the money. They, they can't. Yeah. Uh, they went bankrupt. It actually bankrupted that hedge fund completely. So I think the point is, <clears throat> and, and you've heard me tell customers this, don't put anything in the market you're not willing to lose. Because here you go. Here's a real good example. If a group of people decide they want to manipulate a stock or a market, all they've got to do is get involved, get their heads together, and they can put a company uh, like that out of bi- the hedge fund out of business just with a few moves in one week. They put a multi-billion-dollar hedge fund out of business. Well, and here's what begs the question: If a group of rogue amateurs can manipulate the market like that, yep, it it almost makes it obvious that professionals have been doing it for decades. Well, of course they have. Or how about <laughs> this? Politicians, yeah that made it legal for themselves to insider trade. Right. So, again, when you're dabbling in the market, uh, you got to be careful because uh, 
you have absolutely no control over the outcome. And uh, even us local brokers, no one has a clue what's going on in Washington mm. or Wall Street. So I'm just not willing to, to risk your life savings mm. based on my opinion on what might or might be happening. When there's people out there playing with a marked deck. And legally. And there's people legally playing with a marked deck. Yeah. And there's not a thing we can do about it. And they passed a law to where it makes it legal for them to do that. Right. Well, and, you know, I think what's funny is, um, or ironic, I guess would be the way to say, is these Redditors are full of millennials yeah. who are pro-Joe Biden, pro-socialism, think they've stuck it to the man here, but but guess who stepped in to protect Wall Street and stopped them? Yeah. Joe Biden. He's yeah. the one that called GameStop, and, or not GameStop, but Robinhood, and said, stop GameStop trading. We've got to protect the markets. Totally inappropriate, though. Absolutely. The SEC should be involved on that. They should have monitored that activity. And, you know, so here we go. Uh, we're a democratically controlled government now, right? Yes. And they're going to determine their level of uh, scrutiny mm-hmm. or non, right? Or who gets scrutinized. Yeah, or screwed. Did you say screwed? Scrutinized. I said scrutinized. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) Either way. (laughs) So I think we got to be careful. I mean, we're talking about your life savings. Uh, I've never made any bones about it. I'm a safe money manager. Uh, Now, we have friends that are good uh, brokers. Yeah. Uh, One of our good friends right here on the, on K-Rod, John Pope. Yep, John. And. You know what? I would always recommend, and I and we do our brokerage through a very good company, but I always recommend people to talk to an expert. Uh, that way, you're getting somebody that's going to walk you through the ups and the downs, the well, pros and the cons, because it's not all pro. Exactly. And that's it's not all cons. That's maybe the real danger here of this publicity of this GameStop is I think a lot of people with very little investing experience are looking at it and going, This is golden goose. And they think they're gonna jump in and make a lot of money and they don't remember the story. See, Robinhood got real popular back during the pandemic. A lot of people didn't have anything else to do. They're getting on Robinhood, they're Stuck trading stocks. Home. But there was a young man that um, got involved, he got somehow got approved for options trading lost, I don't know, $100,000, between 100000 and a million, and killed himself over it. Wow. Um, and so there's a real dark side to this, too. Uh, it's, 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 it's not all GameStop. So I'll, I'll give you an example of the power of just this, these recent events over the last week. And we watched it at our office. I monitored that from Tuesday to Friday. I got wind of it Tuesday afternoon, started watching things. Uh, so I watched a stock, um, penny stock, that is very unregulated. Mm-hmm. All right, you could have put a hundred dollars in there on Thursday. Five and a half hours later, that hundred dollar investment was worth ninety eight thousand three hundred. Is that GameStop? No, that's a different penny stock. Different stock. So we were watching this, and we had three or four you, different stocks. We you should have watching. told me about that, Bruce. I know. <laughs> I should have borrowed a hundred bucks from you. And then, you know, <laughs> five hours later, we'd have had a great lunch. Yeah, we would have. <laughs> hey, keep me posted on that but, stuff from now. But, on. but here's my point: it's that will never last. It'll never work, right. and you cannot be sucked into that vortex 
of this cor corrupt behavior by whoever is driving those numbers. Now, if you're lucky, sure, every single person that's listening, watching, yeah. If you'd have put a hundred bucks in, we'd all had a fat day. Yeah. But you're not going to do that every day. Right. People, they'll hit a home run like that and think, man, this is easy. No, it's not. No, and you it's didn't not. do anything. Yep. Somebody else manipulated it and you just happened to be at the right place at the right time. There's nothing wrong with that, I guess, because you you naively yes. made money. Right. But don't think that it's something you it wasn't you. <laughs> it no. wasn't you. It wasn't no. wasn't that you picked something. Think what smart. you could have done for a thousand dollars. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Craziness. Well, anyway, Bruce, thanks for uh, providing all that insight. And if people want to talk to you, uh, set up an appointment, come see you. It's not gonna cost them anything to come see you, right? Yeah, that's right. Eight eight two eighteen hundred, right. the resource center, and we've got our uh, February workshops coming up. That's right. Uh, our estate planning. Mm -hmm. Uh and so we just try to cover basic information during that uh, uh, plan. You know, going into this year, a plan uh, is important. Uh, with all the uncertainty, all the things that are changing, have a plan. Have a family plan. Have a financial plan. Have an estate plan. Everybody should have a plan. You don't have to die with the plan you make today. Plans <laughs> right. can be adjusted and changed. Best laid plans always change. Right? Always change. They're yeah. always uh, subject to update. And, and I, you know, I, I talk about that is, is that, you know, the problem with estate planning for a long time has been people think they've made a plan, they can forget it, and it just doesn't work. And we see the, the all the time That's how people with old estate plans, exactly it just it right. doesn't stick. Yeah, give them a call, 882-1800. Anything you want to know about financial planning, insurance, estate planning, they can help you at the Resource Center. Hey, Rogersville people, thanks for watching. We're so glad that you are a part of KROG, and we will see you with more Dollars and Cents next Monday. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and the Resource Center, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet a particular need of an individual situation. The Resource Center, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by the Resource Center, Inc. This podcast is a paid placement.